Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. Well, if you were here early December 2019, we had an Irish lady, she's a prophet by the name of Emma Stark, and it was a transitional Sunday for us. She met with our leadership team on the Saturday, and she said, I've got some big words for the church. This is what I'm feeling. Can I have permission to share them? And it was like, I think so. (laughs) And anyway, she went for it. And basically, if I can put all of Emma's words in a nutshell, she said, massive transition for Catch the Fire. We didn't know that COVID would be beginning, lockdowns would be beginning. We didn't know any of those things. And so here in in December, two years ago, she's prophesying that. And in February of uh, 2020, we got our leadership team, our pastors together, and we began to say, okay, Holy Spirit, if we just had a prophet that has said that our church is in a transition, that there's changes coming, we've had amazing years, but we've got even better to come. What is it? And we began to do some analysis. We, we listened to, uh, we called out to different prophets from around the world that are friends of Catch the Fire. What are you feeling for Catch the Fire? What's God wanting to say? And we began to assemble those things. We began to be mentored by a couple authors that happened to be followers of Jesus, uh, just in help, helping us to figure out how do we determine what God has for us as a church. And we spent hours and hours and hours praying into this, all of our pastors getting input, our, um, all of our staff getting input, and we came up with 35 statements of what we feel Catch the Fire is to become. Some things we're doing, some things we're, we're yet to be doing. And the last three weeks, we've shown you a little video. We have a different video today that summarizes all 35 of those. And over the next 32, 40 weeks, because not necessarily every single Sunday, but we're going to show you those 35 statements. For those of you that were keen observers, when you came into the room this morning, as you walked at the back of the auditorium on your right, you passed 35 plaques. Each one had a little statement. For those of you at home, if you go to our website right now and just click on the very first banner, it's vision, and you'll see all 35 of those statements. And as the 35 videos are released one after each other, you'll see them all on that page, ctftoronto.com slash vision. And friends, today we want to give you an overview of what we feel God is saying for the next five to 10 years. Are you good with that? So some of it's look back and some of it's looking ahead. So here we are. It's, oh, (laughs) had to get my computer on. Vision Sunday. Why do we exist? What's our mission? Our mission, friends, is this, to continually encounter God's presence, to lead people in transformation so that we can bring the kingdom of God to our city and the world. That's our mission. That's what we feel we are. Three key words that we've been focusing on for the last few years, encounter, presence, and transformation. And to us, the word encounter is that we are intentionally helping people to have God encounters. So this morning at the very beginning, Sarah was welcoming us to encounter God during a worship experience. 
Sarah was just on the stage sharing prophetic things, visions that she's seen, all for us to go deeper to encounter God. That's who we are, friends. We're, we're believing that every single person needs to have three encounters. They need to meet Jesus as their Savior. They need to meet the Father as someone who loves you extravagantly and is just there's no conditions to the love of God. And we need to meet the Holy Spirit as our friend, our best friend. He's the one who's going to be helping us for the rest of our lives. And we do it a number of different ways. The word transformation. We're looking for our lives to be changed because of meeting Jesus, because of having a connection with Father God, because of meeting the Holy Spirit. And that change is supposed to be evident to our family, our friends, people that are in our places of work, uh, our extended neighbors, etc. And we've got a list of different ways that we do transformation. And the third word is the word presence. And this is where we seek to push in. It's what this coming weekend's all about, a weekend for presence, for going deeper, and a number of different ways that we seek to do the, those things. So friends, these are the three key words. So if someone says to you, what's catch the fire and you can't remember it, you say encounter, transformation, presence. Say it with me, encounter, transformation, presence. That's who we are. Yep, that's it. The Bible has an interesting story. A lawyer came to Jesus one day and he said this, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Now, this lawyer was there actually to trick Jesus, to try to mess with him. And I think eventually they figured out we can't mess with Jesus. He's smarter than we are. Here's the question. Which is the greatest commandment in the law? All of the scriptures up until that point, what's the one thing? And Jesus said this, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. So heart is your emotions, soul is basically who you are, your ego, and with all your minds. And then he said, this is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. He's quoting from the book of Deuteronomy for both of these. And then he says, all of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And so friends, the, the essence of the whole Bible is right here. And I would say the essence of our church in terms of what we're trying to do is to fulfill this, what's called the great commandment, to love God, to love others as we love ourselves. And so we say it, you'll hear us using different phrases, but we have what we call the upward journey of loving God. We have the inward journey of inner healing and deliverance. And we have the outward journey of loving people, helping other people to experience Jesus. So how do we do the upward journey? Well, we push in, we worship, we do all those different kind of things. Sandra, this is your cue to come on up. Thank you. My lovely wife. Worship is a big part of what we do, friends. We devote half of our meeting when we gather together on Sundays just to presence and to being able to worship God and to extol him and to say how wonderful he is. That's how we love God. It's one of the ways that we love God. The second thing that he talk, tells us to do is this inward journey. And in the inward journey, it's all about um, loving your neighbor as you love yourself. So before you can love your neighbor really well, you have to love yourself really well. I'm going to brag, but I think my wife, Sandra, we've been married 39 years, probably is one of the best people in our congregation at loving people. 
How many of you would agree? Wave your hands, clap your hands, something like that. Those of you who encountered Sandra, a few people agree, Sandra. <laughs> We've been at this church since 1994. In 1993, we were offered by John and Carol to come and join the team. This is before the, the revival's begun, before the Holy Spirit's meeting in our building, and we've had three, four million people come to conferences and nightly meetings. And the couple that did the interviewing on behalf of John and Carol were Jeremy and Connie Sinnott, who are now the pastors of Catch the Fire Barry. Uh, they were our worship pastors at the time, and John and Carol's sort of right and left hand. And they came to our home, and John said to Jeremy and Connie, we want to hire Stephen Sander as part of our pastoral team. Jeremy and Connie didn't know, know us. They're in our home. We had a meal together, talking to us, getting to know us. And at the end, they said, well, John and Carol would like you to join the team. And Sander's response was? Um. <laughs> not, not a numb. Yeah, I know. It was very definitive, wasn't yeah, it, Sander? Yeah. Now, you have to remember, um, I'll just give you a little backstory so you don't think I'm totally crazy when I say what I said, but um, here we are in this interview, but our previous um, church, we had gone through so much trauma. Um, we had two major church splits, lots of betrayal, lots of hurt. I had a nervous breakdown. Um, anybody been there, you know, it's really difficult when you have that. My nerves were were shot, there was just, just so much going on. And so um, when Connie and Jeremy blessed their hearts, when they said, you know, um, would you come? I said, fine, I'll come, but I won't love any person, anybody in the church. And, and I realized, I don't think I realized the impact of how wounded I was inside until um, I said that. And it was um, now, like in hindsight, I'm like, man, that was really brave so how of me. Did you, how did you get a job by saying you don't love people? Well, you know, the good thing is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you won't love people. It's not that you didn't love people. You're not but gonna, I'm not you're gonna, not gonna, love, gonna love the people who catch the fire. Right. How did you get hired? Well, I think they had mercy on me, but <laughs> no, I think they realized that um, they had started, the part of the foundations of Catch the Fire was inner healing. And so they realized that most of the people that have come through the doors of Catch the Fire um, knew nothing about inner healing. And so that, they, was us. that was us. And so, yeah, that's where we've come from. So that's Sandra's side, my side to difficult difficulties in church. And we were leading, helping to lead a Baptist congregation. Nothing about the Baptist. That's just sort of where we were at the time. And Steve Long internalizes everything. Sandra internalized very different. I internalized, uh, became very critical, very judgmental. Uh, Sandra can't do anything right in our home. My kids can't do anything right. And we were very, very wounded people. The reason I say this to you is that Sandra and I, for the last 28 years, have been on an inner healing journey, which is those of you that are new, this is a big part of who our church is. We probably focus on loving yourself more than most other churches in the world do because we realize if we can, if we can get to a place of wholeness, now we can love people really, really well. Can I just tell you, friends, most of the city of Toronto do not think highly of followers of Jesus these days. Why? Because they've met unhealed, hurting, judging, 
vindictive people. That's not who they're supposed to be meeting. They're supposed to be meeting people who express Jesus in every single aspect of their lives. So Sandra, you and I have had all sorts of ministry. We've, we've done pretty well every course that's been offered at this church. And right now you and I are having trauma ministry. Why are we getting more ministry? We need it. No, no you know, I Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, that's I, why we're having yeah, ministry. We need it, yeah. I would say that the enemy more than ever, and especially in this season, wants to steal our destiny. And I really get mad at the enemy. And I just want to kick him, you know. And I do. Um, and the way I do it is I go get my heart healed up so that nothing will be stolen from me. And I'm, I'm just going to say that more than ever, God has a call on all of our lives. He's got a call on Stephen, and we have a call in our lives. And the Lord has been very specific. And if I didn't get the inner healing, I would have hidden away. I would have quit being what, a pastor, quit being in ministry, and just worked in the world and just kept my mouth shut and become a very bitter person. Um, I can't even imagine that's not who God created me to be. And I think that the thing for Stephen and I is that we know our calling. We know the prayers that our parents prayed over us. And we know what we said yes to. And we don't want anything to get in the way. And so I feel like as a church of Catch the Fire here, our people here, I don't want anything to be stolen from you. No. Nothing. And I would say in this season, even I was sharing in the first service, last night or not in the, in the afternoon, I was just having a time with the Lord. And all of a sudden I could feel this grief coming on me and it was um, a sense of loss. And I started just crying out to God and I'm like, God, I can just feel the loss that our city, that our nation is feeling right now with everything going on and, and there's families and people have lost people. Um, they have died um, ahead of time um, just because of COVID and other areas. And I've just, I've just felt this grief of loss. And, 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 and the thing is, the only way that we can handle this is with Jesus and getting our hearts healed up. And so I feel like, listen, even this morning when Sarah was doing ministry, she was releasing people into businesses, you know, releasing finances. And we want to have those things and we want to walk with those things and have wisdom only with a healed heart. Because how many of us have made decisions or spoke words out of an unhealed heart and it's got us into trouble? Anybody like yeah. me? Yeah. And have said things and I've gotten in the way of that. So I would just say, Stephen, for us, we've spent many, many years, and whenever, uh, let me just tell you this, more than ever in this season, we're in a season of new, right? The Lord, and, and there was an illustration that I've used that I heard, and I think it's great, where he's put new train tracks on the, the, the tracks. We can't go back, we have to go forward. And so if anything is getting in the way, get your heart healed up. Because it could be that you're getting in the way and you keep tripping yourself up. And that's what I think Stephen and I had done. We had experienced um, lots of betrayal, lots of hurt. And, you know, let me just say, we've hurt people too. <sighs> I know. It's really hard. That would be true. Yeah, Unfortunately. And, 
Yeah, and we have never intentionally. Never intentionally. Except twice, Sandra, for me. Yes, but I would just say bless them. No, <laughs> um, I would just say um, in this these last two years, I think that the Lord has been working on our hearts, and um, and and where we've needed to repent. We've done our best to do that. Where we've and and we know that that you know hurt people hurt people. Yep. So there we go. How do you do inner healing? Real quick, friends. Repent, renounce, forgive, bless. That's that's what you do. Problem comes, memory comes. Repent of what you did. Renounce your decisions. Renounce your vows. Renounce your judgment judgments. Forgive, and then whoever it was that hurt you, begin to bless them, and the Lord does the inner healing. Friends, just before we show a couple videos. The outward journey for Catch the Fire is very simple. We have a local outreach where we primarily focus on the community that's called North Kipling, which is just north of us. Right behind this is a street, Atwell Drive, 403 Highway, uh, sorry, 409 Highway, and then the community that's north of that is the lowest income, highest unemployment, newest Canadians, highest crime rate in all of the GTA. That's our local mission, and that's what we focus on. We also focus, sorry, we also partner with a number of ministries like Scott Mission and Followers Mission, which are downtown caring for new Canadians, homeless people. We give money and time to helping those. And we had a partnership last year for the very first time with Prison Fellowship. And one of the gentlemen in our church, Leighton, had a dream where he felt that our church needed to help uh, kids in the GTA whose dad is in jail. And as it turned out, we were able to help 500 kids. We got Christmas gifts for 500 kids whose dad is in a jail in Toronto. We're going to do that again this year, friends, when it comes up for Christmas. But we wanted to let you know, we had planned to have an official ministry focus of choose one international ministry, one nation, one city that we can also focus on internationally. We had planned to share that with you two years ago, and lockdown just said, no, we can't do that. And so I'm very, very pleased to say we're going to be partnering with a ministry called Shine the Light. It's a, a couple from Winnipeg, uh, amazing people. We've um, known them for many, many years. Uh, Brent and Wendy Wong. Brent is a dentist. He's been, God's blessed him. He's got three uh, practices that he oversees. And they were on a vacation in Porta Plata, Dominican Republic. And as they're walking along the beach, they sort of left where the resorts were, the condos and fancy places, and they walked a little bit, and they came, they crossed a little creek, a little river, and on the other side of that is the poorest of the poor in that community. And huts didn't have proper houses, and they just felt compelled to do something. And Brent being a dentist, the next time they went down, he just said, uh, advertising the community, any dent dental things that people need, he'd do that free of charge. Next time he went down, he had a doctor friend that said, you know, can I come and do some medicine? And the long story, friends, is that they started to lead teams of doing medicine and dentistry in Dominican. And then people said, but I'm not a dentist, I'm not a doctor, I'd like to go and do something. And then they began to build houses for these people. And for every about, for about every 15 people that go on a trip, uh, they can build one house. It costs around... 10,000 US dollars to build a house and then they give it away to someone who's in that community. And two years ago, all of our pastors from around the world, we, we went to this, or sorry, we went to a resort 
uh, that Brent and Wendy stay at. And then they had arranged for us to have a visit and see what they were doing. And Sandra and I specifically went there because that's what we feel God's put on our heart is to help them, partner with them. And we got a little video to show you what it's like, just to let you know if you're wanting to go on the very first trip that we're looking to go, March 27 to April 3, 2,600 Canadian dollars all in. We're staying at a resort, all your meals there, uh, then a little bus taxi will take us maybe 15 minutes to where they minister. We'll minister during the day. We'll do one of three things. If you have medical skills, you're doing that. If you don't have those skills, you're helping to build a house. If you're not good at that, you're loving people, just hanging out with people, yep. And so we're gonna go for a week and we're hoping to have a team. There's a maximum of 25 people that can go on that trip. So we'll let you know how to, how to join that in the days to come. But Jonathan, if you're upstairs, let's show the video about Shine the Light. This video is from two years ago and Catched Far Raleigh and Catched Far Greensboro in North Carolina, they combined. And they built two houses, and you're going to see two families that at the end of the week are given keys for a brand new house. So if there's 25 of us, we get to build two houses. Yep. Each house they put a little starfish on, and that's sort of their brand, and they built 50 houses in the last uh, seven or eight years. And uh, friends, when Sandra and I were there, it was just like they're bringing transformation. And we felt for a while that our church needs to have an international focus. And being someone who likes beaches, where could we go that's warm in the winter, and yet we're loving people. And so Dominican Republic is where we're gonna go, Porta Plata, and all the information we'll be letting you know in weeks to come. We told you already 35 different statements that we feel that God's said for us as a church. We're introducing them one a week, but we have a little video to show you that basically sums up all of them. And so this is who we are.
Our church exists for people to encounter God's presence, to lead them in transformation, so we can bring the kingdom of God to our city and the world. We welcome everyone from all walks of life. We are on a journey together to be healed, equipped, anointed, and released to impact society. We are building a church with people passionately pursuing God, surrendering in His transforming love, and sharing His goodness to our families, friends, communities, and cities. We are building a church where God's presence is a priority. Our desire is to be so close to His presence that the atmosphere of heaven is all around us. Miracles of all kinds happen and doors of favor open. We passionately pursue Him through extravagant worship and prayer. We revel in His majesty, pray in His authority, and walk audaciously in His favor. We are hungry to experience God in every area of our lives. We believe that when God shows up, people's lives are changed. We are building a church grounded in the Father's love, a church that experiences the mercy and grace of Jesus daily and moves in the power of the Holy Spirit. We say yes to the Spirit of God to work in us. As we repent, renounce, forgive, and bless, healing comes to us and those around us. When we fully embrace who God is, we mature out of our past and into our destiny. We are a church where the reputation of experiencing God's love, personal transformation, physical and emotional healing, and financial breakthrough draws people from every walk of life. Jesus came to bring abundant life. We want to live in that and be known as a church where others can experience the same breakthroughs. The radical and redemptive truth that we find in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus propels us to take His good news to every sphere of our lives. We are building a church filled with God-inspired people who bring revolutionary impact to every sector of society. Our history is grounded in revival, where we always push for more. We want to always anticipate that there is more of God to be experienced. This is our church. This is Catch the Fire. We encourage you to take hold of this vision. Dive in and immerse yourself in the journey. How about you stand up? That's us, people. That's us. Is that you? Yes? Hold your hands out. Holy Spirit, would you come? Spirit of God. You've brought unique people from all around the world that are part of our church in this room right now, watching online right now. You've gathered us from the nations. You brought us here. You've set a destiny in front of us to love people, to love you, to love ourselves. You've, you've given us opportunities, Father, to see our family, our friends, our coworkers. You've given opportunities, Father, for this church 
as a group to have impact, to see people's lives changed. And Daddy, we've had some amazing things in our history already, 32 years I think we've been going as a church. Four or five million people came to encounter God in this building. And Father, the Bible says, Galatians chapter 3, that we go from glory to glory. And so if our past has been amazing, that means our future is even better. And Daddy, we welcome you by your spirit as individuals and as a community. We need your help to move forward. We need your help to impact our city, to love the people that are around us in our communities, in our condo, in our apartment, on our street. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need your favor. We need your presence to keep us healthy, to keep us in line with everything you have. We need favor for doors to open, for finances to roll our way so that there's provision for the vision. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. And Father, I'm asking that even now, Lord, that you would expand our hearts. Expand our hearts to receive all that you have for us. And Lord, expand our hearts with passion and compassion. Lord, compassion to love the people around us, the people that you bring before us. Father, passion that we would, we would be go-getters and we would like, yes, Lord, and we would have vision for our, our cities, our schools, our our businesses, Father, um, the government, Lord, all those things, Lord, that, that wherever you lead us, Lord, that you would stir our hearts again with compassion and passion. And Father, we thank you. Lord, teach us to love. Teach us to love. And so Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would release your love on these ones right now, Father. And Lord, it's almost like, um, you know, the Lord is shifting and sifting right now, and things are going to settle, and you're going to see exactly what you need to see. And so, Father, I'm asking that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, Father. Give us words to be able to speak encouragement and blessing to those around us. And, Father, we want to say, as a Catch the Fire Church, we are so grateful. We are so thankful, Lord, for all that you've done in this place. But Lord, we are excited. And Father, we are coming in expectancy now, Lord, for what you're going to do, Father. And what, Lord, you have given us this building, Lord. This is your church. These are your people. And so, Father, we come into agreement with expectancy from heaven this morning, Lord, and those that are watching online, that, Father, that you would stir us more than ever. And in everything, Lord, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.